beautiful people. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the Home to Self podcast. Thank you for joining me. I am officially on my 51st podcast episode, which is wild. That is so wild to me because I think back to my first episode and even before that I had recorded an episode a while back, probably, I don't know, what am I, a year and a half in now? So maybe two years ago or more probably three years ago. But anyway, I recorded one that I never even released because I never, I didn't feel ready enough. I didn't feel like I was articulating the message, you know, well enough. And I didn't know what to title it and the, the art and the graphics and all the things were keeping me from just starting. And I shared a little bit about that in the first episode. So if you've been around for this, for that long, then congrats and thank you. Thanks for hanging in there with me. Thank you for going on this adventure with me. And yeah, it's been such an evolution and so, so fun to just go through this, this process and be okay with making mistakes, be okay with letting it be imperfect. It's such a huge lesson for me in my life and one that I have, yeah, struggled to learn in many ways. Like I feel like In many other areas of my life, I can see how I've held myself back from starting because of that limiting belief that it needs to be maybe not perfect, but much better than I think it is when I first start something. Um, And obviously that's just a method, a coping method for protection, really, to try to keep myself safe from the vulnerability of being fully seen and in my truth and in my imperfections. But as you know, that's a big topic that I love to talk about and one that I think is best embraced together, you know, in community. And so it's been such a fun project for me to start this with the intention of letting it be imperfect. Like the moment that I gave myself permission to do it imperfectly is the moment that I actually allowed myself to start. So just reflecting back on that and hopefully that can serve as a little bit of inspiration for you. If there's something in your life you've been itching to start and just, you know, excited to begin, know that at some point you just have to allow yourself to do it imperfectly and just start because time will keep ticking and the longer you wait, the harder it gets to start because you're building so much more resistance and making it out to be such a bigger thing in your mind than it actually is. So there's that. That is not the theme of today's episode, but you know, there's always lessons to be learned along our journeys. And so it's nice to reflect on, on the podcasting life that I have, uh, embarked on and that you have joined me for. So thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Truly. It wouldn't, it just wouldn't be what it is without you. Um, and yeah, I'm so, so grateful, but anyway, let's get into today's topic. So today I want to talk about a quote that has been really powerful in my life. Um, one by Peter Crone, which I've mentioned many times, is a mentor of mine. It's he, Peter Crone is, is someone that I look up to in so many ways, and the work that he puts out just resonates so deeply in my brain. And it's really the, yeah, the the structure and the the type of work that I'm implementing in my coaching. And so a lot of his quotes, because he writes in quotes for the most part. Um, have just landed really deeply for me and really changed my life. And so I wanted to kind of talk about one of the ones that gets shared the most from his work and that's had the most impact on the way that I view my human experience in this life in general, 
which is kind of a big deal. So the quote says, life will present you with people and circumstances to reveal where you're not free. Life will present you with people and circumstances to reveal where you're not free. So there's so much to unpack here and so many things that I want to get into. But the reason this quote is so powerful is because to me, it completely shifted my perspective on life. Like, what is this all about? is a question that I sit with a lot, right? I I ponder a lot, like, what is the meaning of life? Why are we here? Why are we in this human body? Why are we having this human experience? Like, if you really zoom out and try to think about that, it's, it can get a little confusing. Like, what's the point here, you know? And for a long time, I, and I know most people have been stuck in this human game, this game that was created for us, not by us, right? We're just kind of taught that that is what life is about, which is to accumulate things, essentially, to accumulate status, possessions, finances, wealth, right? It's like climbing the proverbial ladder to reach the proverb, to chase the proverbial carrot, um, to try to, yeah, just keep gaining more in the tangible world to prove your worth. It feels, it's like the it feels like you're you're becoming a better human because of what you have. The more you have, the better you feel, right? It, it's like this like constant chase for more in the tangible realm. And although there's nothing wrong with that, what I have come to learn through Peter Crone's work and through this quote and through my own life is that that's kind of a powerless game to play. It's one that never really ends and is just futile. It's exhausting and it, it, it's linear, you know, it's like you have to keep reaching for more. There's never really a point where you feel satisfied. And it's just this, like you get temporary relief and temporary feelings of worth, but then you just revert back to old patterns if you haven't been doing any of the inner work. And so it just feels kind of lacking meaning in my, in my opinion. And that's not to say that we shouldn't be striving for, more wealth and abundance and creation and accomplishments in the physical. That's part of the game here. That's part of the fun. And it's part of the fun that I enjoy too. You know, I feel like there can be kind of two extremes when it comes to being human. Um, one is like you're totally unaware of the spiritual side of things and the and the self-development and kind of the inner journey that you go through as a human. And you're just totally you know, um, like tunnel visioned on the, the physical manifested world and just totally drawn into that reality of trying to like prove yourself through the things that you have and the status you accomplish and like all these things. And then there's the extreme other side where people go way into the spiritual journey and I don't know, in in a way like disconnect from their humanity and just want to live in those like ethereal realms and like only focusing on like light and love and like the inner worlds and whatnot. And, you know, I feel like we all have our journey and there's people that are meant to be in either extreme. And I've definitely been, I've tapped into both of them at points in my life and what like there's nothing wrong with any of this. It's just perspective. But I believe personally for myself that, the sweet spot is in the middle in the in the bridging of the two worlds because that's really what we are 
We are spiritual beings having a human experience. And that's what this quote is revealing. It's it's reminding you of who you really are, which is a spiritual being. Therefore, here for a spiritual evolution and not just for the accumulation of wealth and status. And both are parts of the greater game of life, in my opinion, right? It's like if you're a spiritual being, just a spiritual being, then it's like, all right, you're not here to have fun in the physical, to create things and see what you can accomplish and like have fun and play and like enjoy this human body that you have for the time being. We're here for that, but let's not forget who we really are on the inside. Let's not forget that we are here for a spiritual evolution. That's my take on it. And that's what Peter Crone is explaining through this quote that I have found so much relief in. Because again, I was under the impression for a long time that life was just about, you know, kind of taking off the boxes. Like you go to college and then you meet someone and then you get married, you have the wedding, then, you know, you start having a family and then you have your career and yada, yada. Just like this like timeline that we're just supposed to keep following that for me, it wasn't fully satisfying. It wasn't very purposeful until I started going on this kind of spiritual journey and doing the inner work to reveal kind of where I'm still blocked and where I'm still confused about who I am in this lifetime. That's when it like started getting really exciting and very purposeful because what you are able to do in the physical realms, what you're able to create in this life and the success you're able to have in the physical is so deeply correlated with how how connected you are to who you are as, as a soul, as an essence, and kind of the work that you do to uncover the things that are not you, to come home to yourself, if you will. And so the way that Peter explains is explains this is that these two different approaches to the human experience are, it's like you, you can look at it as linear and vertical. So linear is the mindset of like, hopefully over time, I'm going to improve, right? I've got a new car. I've got a new partner. I got a promotion. I've got a little bit more money. And that's, that's the timeline. And again, there's no judgment there, but it is kind of a futile dead end method of trying to find internal value by using external sources to bring you some sense of self-worth. That's really what's going on underneath all of it, right? You feel like the more that you have, the more people will value you. The more you will feel a sense of self-worth. Versus this more vertical approach, which is discovering that like, wow, my inherent nature is freedom, is love, is peace, is power. So it's kind of this full circle moment, which I see as like our spiritual evolution, our human experience here, if we are awake and aware and intentionally going on that journey, is trying to get back to the soul and the the human that you were before life taught you otherwise, right? That is the beauty of this work. It's not about becoming someone outside of yourself. It's about unbecoming and healing from the things that make you feel like you have to pretend to be someone else or go after things to accumulate things to feel more worthy. It's really starting to like dig deep and try to connect to the worth that's already who you are just for being a being in this realm, right? Your inherent value that is just 
given to you because you are a living, breathing human being. And so within that context, as this quote is saying, if we view life through that lens, then what that means is that life is constantly giving us the opportunity to rediscover and awaken to those qualities that we inherently are, right? To the peace, to the freedom, to the power, to the love that we naturally are on a soul level. Life is trying to wake you up to remember that by ironically showing you and allowing you to experience where you don't yet believe that to be true. And that is the irony here. That is the that is the resistance that life offers you wherever you get triggered. It's so that you can see the opportunity to heal that and remember who the heck you really are. That's the way that I see it. And that's the way that this quote is explaining it, which I feel like offers so much relief because then instead of being the victim of life, feeling like random events just happen and you have to be lucky, or if not, you're unlucky and shit just happens to you. And you're just kind of like floating through this life, like trying to like figure shit out. That's such a stressful and like anxiety prone way to move through this reality that also just lacks so much purpose in my opinion. Whereas again, if you step into the creator mode and see this as as more of a journey of your spiritual evolution and that's why life brings you challenges and obstacles and people who trigger you so that you can reveal where you're still getting stuck in your own way, that is so much more exciting to me. And it just, yeah, it makes this journey so much more interesting, so much more meaningful, so much more purposeful. It gives us context as to like, what is the deal here? What am I really chasing? And that way you can stop actually chasing things outside of you to bring you these feelings that you naturally already are, but are, have been suppressed and kind of buried under, you know, the trauma, under the conditioning, under all of these things feelings and beliefs and experiences that you haven't fully processed that have made you believe otherwise. So feelings such as I am not enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not wealthy enough, um, you know, I have to be a certain way in order to be loved in the world, I have to try really hard, I have to look a certain way, all of these kind of deeper subconscious beliefs that we might not even be fully aware of but that are deeply running the show underneath the hood, That stuff is what keeps us in a metaphorical prison. Those are the constraints that we are here to work through and ultimately dissolve so that underneath we can still access the truth, the truth of who we are. And I talk about this all the time, right? Like my work really being this process where you are able to kind of peel back the layers of the onion to get to the core, to get to the truth. And once you are reconnected with that truth, it's so much easier to navigate this life and really just make it your own, make it your authentic creation because you are tapped into your truth as opposed to living from fear, living from scarcity, living from the shoulds of your mind, living from what you think society wants you to do or your parents or what your friends' opinions are. Like those are constraints and limitations that we think are 
just the way that it is that we have to constantly try to work around and manage when in reality those are all narratives those are all based on in language and like actually feelings in the body that we can work through we can feel through we can talk through we can shift our perspective and really start to question our own beliefs that we have been following as if they were true so that we can start to crack some of these layers that have gotten in the way of who you truly are and that is the whole journey the whole evolution of your soul here on earth in my opinion again is for that and so that is a constant journey it's not just a one and done but it is the constant unfoldment of that because that returns you to your power that reminds you of the love that you are and you're able to fully express that without you know putting yourself into this box that life has put you in, you know, through your beliefs and your feelings. And so I want to go back to the quote real quick and, and just note the really, really intentional words that Peter chose to properly articulate this. So he says, life will present you right? Present. It's like presenting a gift. It's an opportunity. It's seen as something good. Instead of, instead of saying life is going to like throw obstacles and challenges your way, like as if it's like, you know, not a good thing. It's like life is presenting you. It's, it's giving you an opportunity for you to wake up to what is still triggering you so that you can move through it and access your freedom, your truth, your love, your peace. That's always there underneath all of that. And then he says to reveal where you're not free. That's also a very intentional word because again, it's revealing what's already there. The truth of who we are at a soul level, if you've ever had a spiritual experience or really deep meditation or a plant medicine journey or just a moment of profound presence and flow, that is, that is the feeling of who you really are. When there's no worries, no doubt, no fears, no anxieties, no distractions, you're just totally connected to the truth of your soul If you've had a taste of that, then you will know that that is your essence. That is your truth. And yet it's hard to, not that it's hard, but it's just like when that hasn't been a practice for most of your life, which for most of us probably hasn't been of like really tapping into that and and connecting to that soul level and, and understanding what that feels like, then you forget that that's even you. You think that you are your everyday worries, your everyday thoughts, your everyday insecurities, right? Your everyday beliefs, because that has become such an automated response and behavior and way of life that it feels like that's who you are. But those things are, again, just there to help you find your way home. Again, ironically, it's through the things that trigger you, through the things that you find to be frustrating, the things that you don't want, the things that you don't like about yourself, the people who trigger you, those are actually the golden nuggets that if you are courageous enough to actually go deeper into that and and face the discomfort, face the fear, face the insecurity, face the vulnerability of going right into that and questioning it, that is where the gift lies right on the other side of that. 
because that is not who you are. Those insecurities, those doubts, those anxieties, like all of that is not really who you are. And yet we've become misidentified with that. And so we are, if, if that is our identification, all of those things that we don't like about ourselves, then we are going to constantly in the physical, try to prove ourselves otherwise, right? We're going to try to prove ourselves worthy. We're going to try to prove that we are, you know, secure and that we have our shit together because we think that we have to be this perfect version of ourselves in order to be loved. When in reality, we have just forgotten that we already are love. And the more that we are tapped into that and able to express and embody that, the more that the world reflects that to us. And again, this is, this is your, your evolution. This is what life is for. So instead of viewing the challenges that come your way as, again, like unfortunate mishappenings, unfortunate events that are just meant to knock you down because that's just life and life is hard and like, you know, gotta just figure it out and grind it out. No, that's, I mean, that's a perspective you're welcome to have. You're entitled to your own opinions about life, but like, that's not really a very exciting way to live, nor is it powerful because you are a victim. You have no power, no say over how you feel and over what happens to you. But the truth is you do have power. Your power actually lies in how you respond to this life. It lies in how you perceive this life. So even just taking this quote and this approach to life as your belief of what's going on here is a choice. And it's a choice that empowers you because it puts you into the driver's seat of your life to actually do something about it. So when you are triggered, instead of blaming the other person or the thing that happened outside of you of which you have zero control over and then try to control, it makes you a very controlling person when you think that life outside of you has a say in how you feel and how you um, yeah, move through this life. Like Again, it makes you a very controlling, very hypervigilant person, which I was for a long, long time. Yeah, I was afraid of my own discomfort, of my own feelings of inadequacy, my own insecurities, my own my own stuff, really. And this is the piece that I really want to remind you of, that although it's hard to look at and it's hard to really take ownership over some of our really difficult emotions and feelings, it's a lot easier to blame the outer world. Um, but although it's hard, it is so freaking liberating when you actually have the courage and, and reach out for support in order to move through those things and really, really take a deep look inside of yourself at how you might be contributing to your own suffering. Because although pain is inevitable as a human being, suffering is optional once you understand how this works and, and, and to actually intentionally try to bring yourself back to neutrality and peace when things trigger you. So the analogy that I want to use here to kind of explain that this actually is happening within you and therefore you have more control than you may think is an analogy by Alyssa Nobrega where she says that if you imagine that all of your emotions and all of your triggers live inside this house, right? This house being your body, your, your self. Someone comes and knocks at the door. That is a trigger. 
right? They're knocking at the door. Whatever answers the door was already living inside the house. It was already inside of you. It doesn't mean it's who you are, but it was already within you. Something that doesn't have power over us does not trigger us. So another way of saying this is like, you're not going to be triggered by that which you are free from. Words can only hurt us to the extent that we already believe them. This is because it lives inside of us already. And that's actually a beautiful thing because the opportunity there is for you to heal that. So that next time that there's someone triggering you, next time there's a knock at the door, your response can be a lot more calm. It can be a lot more easeful, right? So if someone says something to you that, you know, normally really, really triggers you and upsets you, instead of viewing that person as wrong or like life is just out to get you or like, people are just rude or whatever the perception is there that's taking the blame and putting it outside of you can you turn can you feel your emotions first of all because like you're a human being and you're gonna have triggers and the point is not to get rid of all your triggers and be healed forever but just have your human experience move through it sit with yourself allow it to actually be there instead of distracting and avoiding and then get curious Get curious. Curiosity is your key into your inner world. It's your key to healing. Instead of judging something within you and blaming yourself or shaming yourself, just ask yourself why. Where is this coming from? What is life trying to teach me here? Where am I not free? Because freedom really... We might think that we're all already free, but we are not because so many of us are imprisoned by our own mental constraints, by our own subconscious beliefs that we don't even really understand are there until we start doing this work. It's stuff that we adopted in childhood and throughout our lives, these subtle messages and experiences that we took on and then made a meaning about what who we are in this world and who we have to be in order to be loved and get our primal needs met. And then that's who we start to become. That's the identity, the persona, the ego that gets formed over time and validated over and over and over again until you're courageous enough to look deeper and really start to ask questions and and validate whether that's even true whether the story that you've created about yourself is actually true and that's why this quote is so beautiful because we can start to kind of look in the mirror and be like why did this upset me so much why is it that this person spoke words literally blew hot air out of their mouth and formulated words and it hurt me so deeply What within me was already believing that? Is there a story that I'm trying to protect and defend myself from that this person just touched on? And I think it's their fault, but it's actually within me. And the opportunity there is for me to look at that so that I can heal it, that I can complete that and let it go and return to my truth. So next time someone says something shitty because hurt people say mean things sometimes, they're projecting, they're you know, it's all just projections, it won't actually hurt me so much. And this doesn't mean you have to put up with disrespect or abuse or any of that. It's quite the opposite. 
It's like the more that you value and know who you are and know your truth and like are connected to what's real, the more that you just, you don't get as triggered, but you also don't tolerate disrespect. You just kindly walk away. You say your piece and you let it go. But there isn't this constant need to like defend yourself and fight back and like, you know, try to prove yourself. And that's the beautiful thing. Like that's what we are here to learn as humans and remember. Because we didn't come into this world with all these insecurities and all these pain points and all these triggers. A baby doesn't get triggered if you tell him he's like ugly or, you know, whatever, eating too much food. These are triggers because they're wounds within us. And a wound can be healed because most of them are from operating from stories, from language, from beliefs. And yeah, it takes a little bit of work to actually get to the root and reprogram these things, but it's totally possible. And again, the freedom that exists on the other side, the fact that Peter Crone used the word free to reveal where you're not free is again, a very intentional word because I think that what we are all searching for is a true sense of inner freedom, inner freedom, inner peace, inner love, right? When you drop into the experience of full freedom, what does that entail? It entails, in my perspective, like not being held back by your own insecurities, your own fears, your own doubts, your own perceived limitations about who you are and what is possible for you. The only difference between you and someone who's doing what you want to do in this life or has the life that you want is that they actually believe that they can accomplish it. You know, for most of us, the, the, the limitations aren't like, even if you have circumstances that feel limiting, like you don't have a lot of money in your bank account, or you don't have the support, or you don't have the time or whatever, these are still constructs that we create that we then think are true. Because I bet you there's 10 thousand people out there doing that with the same constraints or the same um, circumstances as you and yet they're still they found a way so it really at the end of the day is the beliefs that you hold in your subconscious about what is possible and the more that you can crack those open and dissolve them the more that you are actually free you are free to just move through this life authentically instead of trying to be someone, instead of trying to look a certain way, instead of trying to sound a certain way. You're free to just be rather than trying to constantly prove yourself and accomplish things so that you feel loved and worthy in this world. You're, you're free to feel loved and be loved because that's what you are. You're free to like connect with people in a deep, intimate way because you're not constantly like self-conscious of what you're saying and how they're perceiving you that's freedom and that's the opportunity that we have here as human beings and having you know as spiritual beings having a human experience we get to go through that journey and the journey gets to be fun it doesn't need to be this like super like scary journey where we're constantly trying to prepare ourselves for the next shoe to drop That's again, the fear, the control of feeling like you're not safe and your survival, your identity is in threat. If we think that there's a threat to who we are, to our existence, then we're constantly going to try to like think ahead and, and, and try to prevent danger from happening. But if we remember who we truly are and that we're always safe and held by the universe and that our essence is eternal and yeah, it gets a little bit down the rabbit hole and it gets a little woo, 
But like, this is my truth. This is what I truly, truly believe. And I have felt it and I've experienced it many times in my life. And it just, like, even if you think back all the moments when you thought like it was over and you didn't know how you were going to continue, life always shows up in some way. It helps you get by, you know? And when when it's meant to be over, I truly believe like, okay, that's the end of your journey. That like, we don't have control over these things. But again, you get to choose your perspective and you get to choose one that actually makes you feel good and gives you a little more sense of peace and ease because again, that's who you are underneath all of it. So like choose your stories wisely, you know? So that is, I think it. In conclusion though, I just believe that life is intentionally guiding us towards our truth towards our most authentic expression which comes and is accessible is accessible once we actually have the courage to look at what is still getting in the way and this has so much to do with self-responsibility because again instead of being a victim of life and feeling like someone cut you off in traffic because they're out to get you and because you're just unlucky and because everyone's fucked up and whatever these crazy stories are you start to just like learn how to breathe, learn how to regulate your nervous system and then think about it and be like, huh, what is the opportunity here? What is life trying to teach me? You know, maybe in a small instance like that, it's just to slow down and be more present. Maybe it's to learn how not to let outside experiences and people that literally don't even know you get under your skin because that's your experience. That person is literally completely gone by the point that you are just all fired up and worked up on the inside. And then if you carry that with you because you think it's their fault, you're the one that's suffering. They, they can't actually get into your body and mess with your hormones to make you feel any certain way. No one has that power. Even if they say hurtful things to you. They're just speaking language, words, and it is hitting you in a sore spot that's already been there. And again, I, whenever I speak like this, especially, I'm not just speaking to you guys, I'm speaking to myself too. I'm on this journey just as much as you guys are, and that's the beauty of it. We get to be vulnerable and honest about the things that hurt us because then we, we can actually start to work through them. And that's the beauty of coaching again. It's like someone to help you. You bring these real life experiences. You bring the triggers. You say, my partner said this and I just got super upset and angry. And like, this is how I reacted. You bring that to the table, to a coaching container. Someone who's really able to hold you with love and and show you, be like an honest reflection of what they see. So that you can see where you might still not be free. And again, this gives you a beautiful opportunity to start to work through these things and let go of some of these stories that are not true and are not serving you, that are keeping you from playing big, that are keeping you from going after and creating the life that you truly desire. So it's like, one more thing that I want to mention is like, when it comes to coaching and reaching out for support, whether that's therapy or coaching or talking to a friend or whatever it is, Please don't wait until you feel like your life is in ruins. That's not the point. The point is that we can continue to use this quote 
and continue to reveal how we are still kind of getting in our own way so that we can actually reach more of our potential and and create more wealth and and have more fun playing the human game too you know that's where the correlation is it's like the more you're free in your expression and your authenticity and who you are which is love and freedom and peace that literally like completely blasts off the ceiling of what is possible for you here if you believe it to be possible and if you are really truly connected to your power i mean your potential is limitless And that gets really exciting because then it's like, oh, wow, let's see what I can create. But it's out of inspiration and just creativity and not out of trying to prove yourself, not out of feeling a lack of worth and therefore trying to prove your worth. Does that make sense? Two completely different approaches to what this human experience is all about. And so I'm inviting you into this one so that you can start to look at the challenges and obstacles and triggers coming your way as opportunities and not just setbacks, not just shitty occurrences that randomly happen to you because you're an unlucky person. Change your narrative. Start to ask why. Sit with these things. Ask how you reacted and how you can start to respond differently in the future. It's a beautiful, beautiful game. And, you know, Peter Crone also says kind of the quote-unquote winner of this game is whoever can get rid of their fears the fastest. And it's not because there's urgency, but because true freedom is when we have confronted all of our fears to realize that there's actually nothing to fear at all. That it was always just a narrative that was part of our ego, part of our persona, that was the cocoon that we felt we needed to live in in order to stay safe. All of these things that we adopt are just coping mechanisms. They are out of protection. And when you can see it that way, you can also invite in, again, curiosity and start to ask questions like, why did I adopt this behavior? Why do I feel the need to control people outside of myself? Where does the discomfort come from? These kinds of questions will help you inquire within, get to the truth, get to the bottom of it, heal it, let it go, and then you access so much freedom on the other side. You access so much potential. You access who you know you truly can be. Because I know all of you have experienced and, and know your potential deep down. And I think the suffering comes when you feel like you're not able to execute on who you know you are on the inside. And so that gap can be bridged by doing this healing work. And I want to invite you in if you want support with this. I am I still have a couple spots open for November coaching, three-month container where we get to dive into all the things that may still be getting in your way of your fullest expression, of your true authentic expression. And that is a beautiful, beautiful journey. It's so, It's so awesome to see what people are capable of when they start to let go of the limitations that they didn't even realize they had on a subconscious level and that is my zone of genius I love to be that reflection for people I love to help you get to know you better that is the beauty of the game and that makes the game itself so much more fun So I hope that this episode has been helpful for you. I hope that your mind has been expanded and your perspective as well. Um, And I hope that you continue this journey and see life as an opportunity to really remember who the heck you are. 
Remember, it's a remembering process and we'll remember and we'll forget and we'll remember and we'll forget. But eventually that gap gets smaller and smaller and you start remembering for longer periods of time and you start, you know, when you forget, you can get back to it much quicker. That's what I've noticed in my own life. And so it's a beautiful thing to be in alignment and to really feel free enough to be yourself. All right, y'all. I love you so much. Thank you again for being here. Thank you for joining me for 51 episodes. If you've been here the whole time, if this is your first episode, thank you for being here. Either way, I am so grateful for you and I appreciate you so much. Have a beautiful day and we'll talk soon.